There we go. Have you watched? Okay. Have you watched? <laughs> I put it in the multiverse. <laughs> have you watched um, Swan Song yet? No, I haven't had a chance to. Hold up. You know what? This is what I'm gonna do, right? This is what have I'm gonna you- do. Because I still don't have uh, Apple to watch it with. So what I'm gonna do is actually I've been working on um, setting up a fucking Linux PC. And I was doing that all day at work, and I figured out how to, um, we're not recording, right? Steal Apple. We so are that recording. Way I watch it. But I did work on that today. <laughs> and with that, welcome back, and Happy New Year to are you, Space Society Collectors. Are you, are you joking, or are you serious? I'm serious. God damn it. Okay, fine. Um, come at me, Apple. No. <laughs> fucking hate your pet. Come me anyways. Let's do this. Apple, I do not. He does not. My views are my own and are not attached in any way to any other in, individual, nor the podcast itself. Yeah, that's all. Christian and Ventura, also I take the all legal the responsibility for smearing your name. Um, as I Apple think user, Apple fucking sucks, and you shouldn't pay for them. As, a, as an Thank Apple you. user, you do not. I do not condone my uh, my co-hosts. Actions and verbiages. <laughs> Apple anarchy. Chose violence. Woke up and chose violence. It's true. It's true. <laughs> we need to with this kind of a day. Uh, once again, happy new year. Welcome back to the podcast. Okay. It is it's a, it's a loaded day today. We have it's officially Benito the Barrio Day. Yes. Yeah. My, my favorite time of the year. <laughs> The most wonderfulest time of the year. <laughs> and the one year anniversary of being able to rejoining the podcasting fold. So all I still can't believe it's been a flipping year. Oh, yeah. It's been a year. Right. The also, uh, first, uh, first podcast for us of 2022, y'all. And some shit already popped off. Right now. Already did. Oh, is it, was it not the corks? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some, something else besides... <laughs> I'll just say this. <laughs> oh, God. In memoriam, Bob Saget, Betty White, oh. Sydney mm-hmm. Parker. Yup. Yup. We raise a glass to you three. Hey, we can actually do that today. Yes, we can actually do that today. Um, it? It's always threes, I swear to God. It's it's like the they always say that right. It's the celebrity curse of threes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Damn, you know what? I still say I still dare to say that Betty White went out with style and grace. Also, having uh, respected her own wishes of not wanting to live to a hundred. <laughs> she was oh, probably like, yeah. That in interviews. <laughs> I'm done. Peace out, bitches. Peace. <laughs> um, I saw a best of clip. Um, I need to see Hot in Cleveland. It was just all her blooper reel. Mm-hmm. Had me fucking dying. What really had me dying, she tried mm-hmm. to say, once you go black, you can't go back, but she couldn't stop the line. She couldn't get through the line. <laughs> and she just ended <laughs> off was like, it's true, though. And I'm like, God damn <laughs> Cause she's laughing. Cause yeah, exactly. She knows what's up. <laughs> I was like, God damn it, Betty White is a fucking treasure. 
I was like, fuck. I was like, okay. Gone but not forgotten. Gone not forgotten. And also, you're, you're, I don't want everybody to think, oh, what about Ray? Ray's one year anniversary would be this May. Oh, oh damn. We don't have a Ray May day. Nah, nah, I'm not. Ray day. Nah. Ray day, Ray day, come in. <laughs> that, that episode. Sorry. <laughs> we did. Uh, I love how you're just, you're actually looking at me and I already, <laughs> I'm like, sorry. This is my last day on the podcast as well. Okay, okay. All factual, all factual. Also, bad day, but it was out of my hands. It's like, oh, what happened? Christian had to take some time off of the podcast. I.e., he, in no way or shape or form, was connected to a, a sudden um, uh, asphyxiation of some kind. <laughs> Going out like David Carradine, huh? <laughs> I don't know why, but for some reason, just that scene from Mrs. Doubtfire, where like you get hit, he got hit by the fruit, and I was like, "It's a run by fruiting," just <laughs> popped in my head. Like, oh god, I would have been throwing hands with Robin Williams, hit me upside the head with a piece of fruit. <laughs> Ray's just gonna be there throwing frozen fruit at you. <laughs> <laughs> just frozen grapes in a slingshot. <laughs> Let's give appreciation to Zelda Williams. Because she's yes. beautiful and talented. Zelda Williams. She always has my heart. And we can get married, Zelda, already. Like, you don't have to change your last name, you know? <laughs> we already start, We already started out the new year being thirsty, alright? It's, like, it's like, hey, hey, hey. You already started the year with a W. Why not end the one with another? Look, you know, it is... 2022 year 3000 of this never ending pandemic and just mini boss round <laughs> to, this is this is where that the boss music kicks back up again like you think you win but then the boss music like starts back up again and you're just like son of a bitch the orchestral emotional damage <laughs> you don't see the boss you don't see the boss at all so you just hear the music like where's the boss no, i feel like mm -hmm. yeah i th i feel like it, like right now in january we're actually in the room before the boss where we're getting health and we're like wait a minute why is there so much health around here and ammo and right. like, like why do i feel oh. like to be preparing right now look at this amazing cache of ammo it's like, it's so lucky. Oh, wow, a big double door. Oh, shit. Something that we're never going to hear. Hmm. Oh, God. Oh, God. That one had a little funk on the end of it. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> We're not going to hear that victory music anytime soon because of this pandemic and the idiots that would dwell within it. Yeah. Is he, you know, I was talking to someone about that the other day of like, do you guys think that masks are going to be sticking around? And I'm like, yeah, hell yeah. That's like, personally, I think um, even if the eventually the mask mandates are going to stop, eventually the mask mandates aren't going to be a thing anymore. But even after that, I'm pretty sure that culturally we've gotten to a point now where when people are sick they're still gonna feel more comfortable having a mask on when some people are like 
going into public places, they're still going to be feel more comfortable with it. Like in general, I think it's here to stay I, for the most part. I agree with you partially. Um, I feel like we never get past this. This is normal mass mandates are going to become a thing. It's the, remain a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be. I always have to get that damn booster shot. Yeah. I got mine. Uh, I, it's it's going to be normalized. Um, yeah. It's going to be like my place to like. When you walk in, you want to have to have your mask on. When you sit down, you take your mask off to like drink and eat and stuff like that. It's this is our lives from now on. So yeah. That's just going to change anytime soon. Yeah. I, I wish that it wasn't going to be like this, but. Some people can't get their shit together, which has caused these different variations from mutating, and it's going to be in the populace the whole time. I feel extremely bad for the people that can't even get vaccinated. Mm. Or, yeah. Or like, well, well, theoretically, that's why most of us should get vaccinated to protect the people who literally can't. Well, well this table And then the off. whole thing, like, okay, so obviously, like, people who don't get the vaccine and can get the vaccine are a-holes. But, like, this whole, like, Omicron variant, which they said started in South Africa, started because we wouldn't send them the freaking vaccines. We promised them. Yeah. So, it's like, we, like, it just, we're, our government just sucks. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it was at that moment America knew it fucked up. Let's table that just for a moment. I just, yeah, we're like, just everything sucks. It's fine. Take a sip of wine. Uh, wait, why did that feel like a certain song? I know. Um, yes, roundabout. It's our adventure. Thank you. <laughs> And if you don't know what JoJo Bizarre Adventure is, it's on Netflix. But the song is called "Yes" from the band Roundabout. No, the is called Roundabout by the band Yes. Oh no, I specifically was talking about the lyrics that like Benito was spitting at the end there. No, but that like JoJo's reference that I I I just started watching JoJo's. Which Um, season? uh, I'm currently in season four. Uh, they're in Egypt right now. You just skipped new seasons, right? No, I haven't skipped anything. Uh, they're in they're in Egypt right now, and they just they just finished with the um. Oh God, what was that fool? Um, damn! It doesn't help to say that Polnareff got trapped again because that always fucking happens. <laughs> the only reason I know of JoJo <laughs> is Avli May of G Four did a whole retrospective of it in thirty okay. seconds. I'm trying to I'm trying to catch up because I know the the new season just came out on on uh, Netflix or is about to I'm not exactly sure but um but the people that I'm watching it with are very excited and I'm trying to catch up before it comes out so that way like we can watch the premiere but I yes I like it I just got on the JoJo's train I'm very late to it. <laughs> Wait, you know what other train you're late for? Which one? Swan Song. God damn it! Yeah, okay. I found a solution and I'm working on it. Fucking called it. Fucking called it. Have you watched it too? Benita. Ooh. I don't have no excuses. You actually have. I, I, like, said I probably would never watch it because, like, I mean, well, because I totally forgot to because I was at house sitting for my friend who has the Apple stuff, but, like, Mm -hmm. I... Did I, to- I totes forgot, and that is my bad. 
Benita Day. You can do wherever you want. You could like Benita gets the pass. <laughs> Desi, what's your excuse? <laughs> My excuse? My excuse, I've been playing 40 hours of Stardew Valley. That's not an excuse. Um, I watched the first four. I watched. I watched the first first four hours of Witcher season two, and Benita. Besides the one story element they took out, they they fucked up on. It's actually oh. good. So through your redirect, okay. And I re and I watched Ghostbusters Afterlife for the first time. Oh, Afterlife. Okay. okay, so wait. See. Oh, sorry. No, go for it. Oh, I was just gonna say like. I like so many people were saying how good the second season was, so I was like, okay, okay, maybe I could watch a couple episodes, see if I'm gonna like it. But I mean, there's lots of people that are like, season one gets better, and I'm like, this is a fucking dumpster fire all the way through. Um, and then, and then I saw that atrocious wig they put uh, Jasker, Jasker, however you say his name, in. Like, or Just say Jay. That, like, <laughs> just, they have so much money to throw at this fucking show, and they can't even put a decent budget into good wigs. Like, are you fucking kidding me? What was wrong with this beautiful hair from the first one? Like, what is this? Like, he chopped his hair what? off. What? <laughs> I think that was meant to represent him being distraught and being so broken up, so messy that his hair was all messed up. Because like, I'm I get being sad when, like, the love of your life breaks up with you and kicks you off of a fucking mountain. Like, totally get it. But, like, that shit's bad. There's no excuse bad way. It's bad. Like, That's why he messy I'm just saying, like, come on, burn. he just he deserves better. He deserves oh. better. Burn, butcher, burn was a bop. That was see. That was I did watch. That was like the one scene I watched because someone was like, "No, you gotta watch this great scene." But I'm like, "Oh, hey, look how beautiful he's!" And then he took his hat off, and I was like, "Okay, this song's still great, but like, fuck, that wig is not." That wig is not. You like his like, music. <laughs> I love his. What is, Amazing Devil is his band name. It, they're just Wait, so yeah. good. Oh my god, yes, the Amazing Devil. Like fucking listen to it. Like it's him and this other woman who I'm just totally blanking on this name. But it's like if you liked his music from The Witcher, like shit is fucking fire. Like it's so good. <laughs> it's been one week since you looked at me. All right. You know, I'm still I'm still not sure whether I regret or I'm happy about showing you blurb. <laughs> I still can't decide, but I'm flipping I'm flip flopping. We'll find out. <laughs> Are you regretfully happy or happily regretful? Happily regretful. That's a good one. <laughs> so what you're saying is... What you're saying is you have... Emotional damage! Yes, I do. 
Are you gonna make me hate the sounds that I love? <laughs> yes. God damn it. Alright, after 15 minutes. <laughs> welcome back to the podcast. Happy New Year. You can listen to this podcast, and if you're still here after 15 minutes, thank you. On podcasting services everywhere on the internet. We're on Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcast listeners, you have surprised me. Eleven, actually, yeah, eleven new followers on Apple Podcasts alone. And y'all talking mess about Apple? Shame no, I, I was. Um, I specifically was. Do not let my views on a company uh, affect uh, the, the 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 views you have on the rest of the crew. There are still seventy five percent of the people here that are worth listening to. <laughs> I uh, do not like Apple, but I will not judge you for your listening tastes. So. If you're on Apple or Spotify, you can rate us now. <laughs> so, <clears throat> Spotify, we know you love us, so we ain't worried about you. Apple, we want that ad revenue. We want that money. <laughs> We're going to be real here. Like, we love you. We love you, too, and we love the listeners because we love the listeners. We don't like the, the, the devices specifically. Or I don't. I don't. However, I am enjoying my iPhone 12 right now. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I am enjoying my wine right now. Yes. Enjoy the wine. It's your day. And speaking of said days, we fought, we, well, Ray and Benito actually saw it way before we did. So the main topic of the actual show is, is Spider Man No Way Home. We finally watched it. Spider Man. Ghostbusters, well, me personally, just. I'm going to be talking about Ghostbusters Afterlife. <laughs> you just try and stop him from talking about Ghostbusters. It's going to be a short, I it's going to be a short personally uh, don't care about spoilers on that one, but obviously that's just me, so if anyone else on the podcast hasn't seen it yet and wants to see it. Uh, shoot, I'm, in, I'm half and half about it. I can do, um, I'll, I can do a quick non-spoiler review. Yes, please. Probably do. best just because it's still kind of sim. Is it still close to release technically? Um, it came out digitally on Tuesday, and it's coming out May first. Not May first, February first. Um, for Blu-ray, 4K, and DVD. Oh, so yeah, it's still super close. Yeah, I would say spoiler-free. Yeah. And Eternals will actually be out tomorrow. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to watch it. So we on get Dis- on Disney Plus. Nice. Oh, gonna have to watch it. Shit. Quick news update: If you still don't feel comfortable going to the movies on March 4th, we all know the Batman will be out. The if you, Batman. If you wait 45 days later on April 19th, the Batman will be on HBO Max. Hmm. Okay. And let's see what let's see what Warner Bros. Can, because like they couldn't predict that these COVID cases would go up. So yeah, do it earlier. So y'all have options now if you still feeling not uncomfortable going into the years. I got so, my booster and I'm being safe. I think I'll personally I'll try to go to that, but I'm not going to go during premiere when there's a lot of people. So Ghostbusters yeah. Afterlife. <clears throat> this. It's going to be surprising, but this was my most anticipated movie of 2021. And I, Why would that be surprising? 
It's, oh, wow, you've only been talking about it for, like, half the length of the existence of our podcast. Or was that sarcasm? Mm. <laughs> that, 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 that sweet, sweet sarcasm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, it is great to see Annie Potts, Bill Murray... Um, pretty much the original the OG cast coming back in specific roles, not to spoil anything, uh, not to give any spoilers for everyone. I'll give ah. you the full spoilers next movie. It's in the trailer, so it's not it's not a spoiler. It's in the trailer. It's in the trailer. I'm like I don't know. Wait, what? I love the face. Oh. I was drinking wine. I didn't hear that. What? And I wasn't looking, so what the hell's going on? <laughs> Don't ever drink wine so loud that you can't hear it in your ears because, like, it's flowing in your head. You know what? I, you, know, you, know, I don't want, I, you know I don't like hearing when someone is gulping? And yeah. I can hear And I'm like, what? <laughs> Did your mama teach you any manners? <laughs> Bill Murray. I do not remember Bill Murray being in the trailer. I remember Paul Rudd. So you did not see the, the recent trailer of Ghostbusters? Okay, it must be the most, the most, 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 most recent. Literally the December trailer of Ghostbusters. Look, okay, I've consumed so much fucking Ghostbusters content in the, la- in the length of this fucking podcast, which is even though Christian's being very sarcastic, it's just totally true. And I've done two episodes on my hypothesis on solo episodes, my hypothesis on this movie. And you know what? How? I was right on both of those fucking episodes. How about we do a little pledge for the new year? That if we are going to be talking about movies and they're not out yet or someone hasn't seen, you know, all the trailers. If we talk about a movie, it's only that first trailer. So basically like the teaser trailer. Because, you know, like kind of bullshit with like that second trailer matrix release where you're like oh look at all of these spoilers for this fucking movie like I, I, the hell I it's mean- like it's like i think we have it going into 2022 i think we have to understand that the trailer meta for movies is different than it was before mm. like there are people who watch the like there's a wave of people who watch the first trailer and only the first trailer. And there are other people who will go out of their way to consume every piece of content and basically understand the full synopsis of the movie and what to expect before hey, going into it. Dogs and cats yeah. living together. Well, don't and just watch the movie. Itself. Yeah. Like they're like un- unfortunately, I don't think we can technically like account for that because that would basically just mean not talking about movies in general. But I think like the super in-depth like heavy like hey these are like the fourth fifth sixth trailers like those might be still be spoilerish around release because those generally you have to admit des a lot of those do generally have a lot of super like plot heavy things they do human sacrifice dogs and cats living together mass hysteria (laughs) they do but i'm not gonna fault desmond on that for that yeah yeah I didn't know personally either, but if you're saying it's in one of the trailers, I honestly like wouldn't count that as a spoiler. I'm just saying like there is there is like the precedence that there are a lot of people now 
because of the way that they make spoilers. I mean, uh, trailers. Because think about it. Now there are there are teasers for trailers now. There's like fucking yeah. 15, 10 second trailers before a trailer now because they already know that people are paying attention to the story of what's in the trailer. To me, soon. it's just it's a sign of studio panic. So like they have so little faith in the movie, which I understand like coronavirus things are very uncertain. So they want to be like, hey, 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 this is canon. This is within this universe. Look who's here. Like, I can kind of understand that. But it's also, yeah, just sort of, a to me, a sign of, like, the studio panicking and wanting to show as much as they can to try and entice people into about those seats. Yeah. Larger ones. Yeah. And now, the review. <clears throat> review. <laughs> Um, if you want a more in-depth review of Ghostbusters, I will do another solo cast. <laughs> well, I definitely all, want to hear it. I'm just all saying. Spoilers. We... All spoilers. All right. All spoilers. Every spoiler. All of the spoilers. If, if you want to join, <laughs> just know I'm, I'm giving all the spoilers. I will join because I do want to hear it, but okay. I'm but I do appreciate the whole like there's a separate one for this. Yes. Okay. Um, I haven't had to do this in a long time. All right. Carrie Coon, so far, only knew her from The Leftovers? That was, that was the name? It's been a fucking minute. That show on H- on HBO? Mm-hmm. Okay, I was right. Ha! Thank you. Thank you for the confirmation. Um, and her playing Proxima Midnight in Endgame and Infinity War. That's my only point of reference for her. Mm-hmm. But her um, playing the... She, oh, my God. I was triggered so much that that whole fucking movie with just her alone. The way how she was treating um, her kids. I was like, I I get why you're angry, but fuck. Um, McKenna Grace did a, I'm going to say spot on interpretation of Egon. Really? Yes. And But her own little quirks, though. When she's quack, I'm um, like, um, it's one of the one of the early trailers that we was talk, we were discussing a little bit. Well, I discussed it a little bit mm-hmm. uh, earlier when she was cracking a joke, and Paul Rose like, did you say a joke? She's like, yeah, I winked. That just signifies that I made a joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, okay, they actually had me laughing. Like, um, that's very that's funny. Um, they do lean in more heavy learning about Ival Shandor. Just when you learn more about why Egon is there in the first place. Um, just all it, it is what people expected. Um, a lot of um, heavy handed um, pulling on the nostalgia of Ghostbusters, but also bringing in the Stranger Things aspects of the movie. Okay. So they went with like that kind of vibe of like, this is a threat that's probably more serious than children should be allowed to handle but they're doing it themselves and they do it in a good way yep and there's a lot of uh visual gore really so is it is it ghost things or stranger busters i would say ghost things that sounds like a steven spielberg movie yeah <laughs> super it, 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 it literally i've never you know i've never seen super 8 
Super 8 was good. <laughs> I just realized that wasn't Steven Spielberg. That was... Oh, yeah, that was J.J. That was J.J. Abrams pretend... Uh, not pretending. That was J.J. Abrams' homage to Steven Spielberg. You can call it... You can call it fan fiction. It's it fine. Was, yeah, it was basically fan fiction. What, what'd uh, you say, Ray? Was it produced all by him? Or did, did no. It, it was like... Literally, I'm pretty sure it was like one of those things where J.J. Abrams had actually said... I'm pretty sure it is one of those things where it's like the 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 like atmosphere of Super Eight is like his homage to Steven Spielberg. But these little white kids be getting themselves into some shit, right? <laughs> right? They're the ones that grow up and later are in the horror movies that are like, "What the fuck's in the basement? Let's go see what it was." Yeah, Super Eight was produced by uh, Steven Spielberg. Oh, it was produced by him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh wow! I thought it was just like an homage thing. Well, I stand corrected. Nice. <laughs> um, was it directed by J.J. Abrams? It was directed it was by J.J. written and directed. Okay, interesting. Because, so, yeah, it definitely has a, a like trademark Steven Spielberg feel to it. I just did not realize that he was actually producing on it. So Ghostbusters will make you remind you of Super 8, Stranger Things. So the Ghost Things aspect of it. And the it is a good balance of... Catering to those who grew up with Ghostbusters, but also bringing in a newer generation of kids, bringing in to, um, to watch Ghostbusters. And when I say gore, the gore is not enough to make kids like freak the hell out, but it's enough to be like it'll leave you jarring and be like, oh shit, they actually show this in the Ghostbuster movie. Like they actually showing ghosts physically harming people, which oh, you, yeah. which you didn't okay. like the. Only hint you saw of that in was Ghostbusters 2 when one of the Scolari brothers was pulling a woman throughout the door. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't as, like, Bert. Yeah, or in, um, when Vigo actually hit the Ghostbusters at the end of Ghostbusters 2. Like, how bad was it? Like, did they, like... How bad was it? Like, I'll, I'll say this. I'll, I'll, okay. <clears throat> I, won't say who, I won't say who it was. You can see a person get split in half. See, that's mm. See, I said it. Turn in half. Come on. Okay. <laughs> so, I was like, well, shit. I was, I was not expecting it. I was like, holy shit. Okay, well, just tell me this. In your... I feel like that's always like kind of like a big go-to shocking death for a lot of horror movies. They're like, ha slice in half. But, you not, but the thing is, is it... that is something you're not expecting in a Ghostbusters movie, though. That's the thing. Well, well, tell me this. Was it... Was it gory for the sake of being gory, or did it actually matter in the story where it was like, oh shit, these kids saw that or whatever, and it's like a actual driving factor? Like, was it just gory to be credulous, or was it something that's like, oh, they actually like did that for a reason, and it plays into the story for a reason? It was the, in the story for a reason. Okay, good. Because when they do stuff like that, I can appreciate it. But when it's just like, oh shit, this person got split in half, and we're never going to talk about it and just completely speed past it, that's when I have a problem with it. Yeah, you know, kind of like how um, uh, a ghost sucks dick in the first Ghostbusters movie. I try not to remember that. I really try Mm -hmm. not to remember that. Wait, what happened? No, I think that was... You don't remember that? Wasn't that in the second one? No, I'm pretty sure it was the first one. It is the first one? Fucking, um... Ray. Which one was it? Was it Ray? Ray. It was Ray. Yeah, yeah. Ray dreams that he gets a a, a ghost blowjob. Yeah. I was like, what? What did I have to do with this? 
Or would it be a spook job? Um, is, there is a deleted scene for that. What they, when they, what happened was for that it was actually supposed to actually happen, but Ivor Reitman said they went back and it was like, no, let's make that a dream sequence and actually it physically happening. So, mm. so it just made Ray have a sex dream with the ghost. Feel like they should have just well, cut like, it all together, but that's yeah. just me. Did one of the kids die? No. Damn. It, Man, that movie did. <laughs> Low stakes, man. Come on, they can have plot armor. <laughs> if no children are dying, like, come on, come on. Ghostbusters <laughs> <laughs> doesn't have a child death. I'm not watching it. So <laughs> no, Space Oddity Collector does not uh, advocate for child death in any way, shape, or form, unless it's fictional. Does Paul Rudd die? No. He's immortal. Paul Rudd cannot die. But I will say this. What is up with Paul Rudd and Baskin Robbins? Alright? Every time we see Paul Rudd, there's always Baskin Robbins. That's so true. Wait, didn't he work at Baskin Robbins in like... uh, And Ant-Man. Ant-Man. And then I think Ant-Man 2, he was drinking the um, Baskin Robbins cup. Um, So I'm like, alright, what is up with this? Personally sponsored by them. This is going to be a running joke. This has to be a running joke. He has. I just want to know how much money they were paid. It's like in the 2016 Ghostbusters, they were like, "How much money did Papa John's pay you to make us believe that these New York women are going to order some motherfucking Papa John's pizza in New York?" Like, it's like how I felt about watching Shang Chi, and they were very specific about like the fucking car, like driving. mm Mm-hmm. That always cracks me up in any, like, superhero movie, how it's like there's always the up-close shot of the vehicle that's being driven, and I'm like, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, sure, we get it, Audi, it's cool. <laughs> slight slight yeah, tangent. Audi, we get it. Slight <laughs> tangent. So, Robert Patterson was doing an interview with Esquire, and he was like, did you get to drive the Batmobile? He said, they told him how to drive it. He said, as soon as he got behind the wheel, 25 minutes straight, he did all the stunts, and did things he was not supposed to. He said for the remainder of the production, he could not be in the car unless they had a stuntman in the second seat with him. Damn. Oh, well, that's not that bad, as long as there's a second seat. Yeah. I mean, that's a little bit understandable, though, because, like, if you're doing stunts with cars, you don't, like... If the car is going to get fucked up in a certain scene, obviously you want it to work as best it can Mm -hmm. in, like, that one scene. Because otherwise, you got to get another, like, second car to go and get, like, fucked up. So, like, I can can understand them being like, please don't fuck this shit up, sir. And there's one connecting with uh, with this one. Um, There's one shot in the Ecto-1. It's supposed to be Finn Wolfhart's one is driving. It was the mechanic. I can tell that's a stuntman with the wig doing the fucking, the, the fucking, the, the, I'm like, that ain't Finn. That ain't yeah. Finn. Like, come on, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but that's valid though, right? <laughs> oh, you ain't gonna, oh, I was like, I, I'm gonna say you can't trust a 17 year old to do a literally drift. I mean, <laughs> if you teach him how to do it, I'd trust a 17 year old that's qualified over a 28 year old that just kind of knows how to drive. But I can that. never look at like stunt driving the same way again after watching um, Drive. 
and then when Ryan um, Gosling has that like creepy ass mask he wears to do the stunt and then he like brings that mask back up when he goes on his like little killing rampage I'm like this is terrifying so many levels yeah (laughs) (laughs) but um I think it's been enough time oh I'm really restricting myself jumping into any form of fucking spoilers. You know what? I'll just say this. Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters get a 4.5 out of 5. Nice. And is that here? Tell me this. Tell me this. How much of that is nostalgia? Like nostalgia goggles for you because you are obviously a, a Ghostbusters super fan. Mm, three, um, 2.5 out of is nostalgia. The rest is I felt this was actually well done. Okay. I just felt okay. like certain scenes could have fit within the movie that they put as extra credit scenes. So what I, did the, what the was two. The of this movie? Hmm? If you don't count nostalgia. What were you saying, Ray? Was this movie reviewed well? It was, um, it was actually mixed. Some people didn't like the heavy nostal- um heavy on the nostalgia. Most people didn't like the fact that it was like um uh I think one reviewer called it a Blade and Stranger Things ripoff. Oof. Oof. Um is that just because the kid from Stranger Things is in it though? Yeah. <laughs> like I have to wonder how much like those reviews are also biased, you know and, what I mean? And then, mm, then yeah, it's like sixty Ooh, 45% on Metacritic. Ouch. And then you have people who don't like the fact of how they, um, the Ghostbusters friends who are older than me, who don't like the fact that how Egon was portrayed in this movie. <sighs> You're not going to... Bill Murray's character? No, um, Peter Rankman is um, Bill Murray's character. Harold Ramis was Egon Spangler. So, for me, I, as someone, I enjoyed it for what it is. And plus, this this movie actually benefited on word of mouth. Because this movie made all its budget back and it made double because of the digital sales. And it's going to make more when it, the physical copy come out on February 1st. So, this is one, I think this is one of two movies Sony came out in 2021 that actually did well. And people yeah, wasn't... And people... The... Uh, Oh shit, man, was it? <laughs> I was about to say go transition to Ghostbusters and Spider Man, but yeah, there's Venom. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot about Venom. Yeah, I don't think that Venom a lot did of people as well, did it? It's it, funny. It did alright, but. I, more people that I would consider not comic people saw Venom and Venom 2 than I expected to. I don't know why. Because it has like a beach, like a cult following. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. Like, like people that I know that normally don't watch comic movies like Venom. You know what I mean? Okay, so like Venom with the Recarnage has forty eight percent on Metacritic to Ghostbusters Afterlife's forty five. And that's just funny to me. Mm-hmm. Um what was I was gonna say. I lost, I lost my train of thought. Um but yeah, doing the, to push us forward. Um, I will do a solo cast. Oh well, with Christian, we go more in depth on spoilers. Um, I honestly do not want a sequel. I think this is good as a one and done. Okay, it's growing up as adults. 
and be haunted by the same ghost after 30 years has passed? And they go back to the town where they go and fight the same monster that it promised? We, we already saw It Chapter 2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we already saw it. We already saw it. <laughs> um, but, um, One of the kids like sends out this SOS message to the other because he stayed in town. He's like, you guys, it's Billick. And somehow that also has Finn Wolfhard in it. <laughs> Yo, I was oh not. God, yeah. I was not <laughs> expecting Bakeem Woodbine in the damn movie. It's good really? seeing that brother get some work. It's good seeing that brother get some work. Who? Bakeem Woodbine. Who's that? He was Shocker in Spider Man Homecoming. Oh. Ooh. Who's that? I'm trying to remember. The only. The only. Uh, he got he got webbed to the bus at the very end of the movie. Yeah, now you remember. Damn, the brother. Yeah, the only yeah. one. I, I have a, I have a question. I asked this to, I asked this to Des when we went to go watch Spider Man, because the the commercial had come up for Morbius, right? I had heard that like Morbius might be in the same universe as Venom. There's, there's no, there's no reason for us to discuss that until the movie comes out because there's so many theories and stuff like that. Yeah, they like. Honest to God, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, Sony is leaning so hard into uh, the whole questioning of what the fuck, where does this movie fall within the universe? Like, I think they're going to be cagey like that because they're going to be like, ooh, here's Michael Keaton as the vulture. So you're like, ooh, okay, it could be MCU. But then they're like, ooh, but here's Venom over here. And then you're like, okay, maybe it's just, maybe it's just Sony. Maybe, is it both? Is it everything? They're yeah, like, just going to try and... suggest that Venom exists in the Marvel canon? They're, yeah. uh, they're going to do their... Well, they sort of confirmed yeah. that, I guess, technically. Are you watching, like, the after scene credits? I actually still haven't seen Venom. I still haven't well, seen it. Venom. Are we talking about, like, um... Uh... No Way Home. Oh, No Way Home. So are we talking about No Way Home now? <laughs> and now, thank you for listening to that top portion of Ghostbusters. Now, Spider-Man No Way Home. Take it over. <laughs> Christian, have you watched No Way Home? Yes, Dez and I went to go watch it. Have you seen the after scene credits? Yes. So I, I will preface right now that it is like over a month later, so I think it is okay. Do you guys think it's okay to talk about spoilers? Oh, yeah. Oh. Everybody's been talking yeah. about spoilers. There's a, there's a little YouTube video what is going to happen next in the next chapter of the MCU on Nerdus? All right, yeah, let's talk about it. There's, so there's, like, certain things I think that are okay to, like, talk about spoilers. So, like, you know, things like when Game of Thrones was, like, the huge fucking deal that it was, obviously. Like, if you didn't watch it that Sunday night, you were, like, pretty much screwed that Monday because, like, yeah. everyone was going to be fucking talking about it. And so I feel like with just the huge behemoth that is like spider-man no way home it's just like yeah spoilers they're gonna happen yeah but like start fair warning everyone spoilers so yes to your question ray i did watch the end credits okay because like yeah like venom's gonna be in the mcu yeah that's what i mean so venom's in the mcu so does that mean morbius is in the fucking mcu no i'm saying in the mcu is that like the symbiote is there and it's going to attach itself to someone oh else. yeah so the symbiote's there so that's that's a good point that's really crazy theoretically that could be a 
that could affect a different Eddie Brock or some shit. Well, it would affect a different Eddie Brock. Or, or, or we're gonna get, or we're gonna get like the first, like the accurate representation. You know, not like poor Spider-Man three. It. <laughs> Goddamn studio, Sony, done fucked it up. But you know, like it attaches to Peter Parker first before it then goes right. off on other people. So, um, I have a feeling Sony is gonna. No- I don't want to say like bow to Disney and Marvel, but I feel like they're gonna be a lot more chummy chummy with them, especially after just the massive box office success of the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies, where they're like, hmm, these movies made so much more money than our other Spider-Man movies did. Any of our other offshoots did. So, maybe... They made made so much money that they got the Sony Spider-Man to be in the Marvel one. Yeah. Like... Yeah, so as as long as Sony works well with Marvel, I think we'll continue to have good Spider-Man stuff, but once they go off on their own and do their own stupid bullshit, we just get dumb shit like Morbius is going to be... I would love to be surprised and be wrong, and it's actually good, but I'm like 99.9% sure that movie's gonna fucking suck. Chris, we all know that Venom is not in the MCU, doesn't take place in the MCU, because he was in the MCU and he got um, warped back into his own time. Yeah. With his own universe, so. Which I still don't understand. Because within the parameters of the spell, it was like people who knew Peter Parker was Spider-Man. But it was also bringing through people who died at the hands of Spider-Man. Right. So could that... Maybe a version of him was killed by Spider-Man? Maybe they're going to kill him off in the Sony ones? I'm I'm confused. What? 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 (laughs) What well, we're just like, theorizing. What like, is it? Because I think the- it was Screen Crush. I was watching. They did a video where they showed like the post-credit scene for Venom: Let There Be Carnage, and it basically was Eddie Brock in Mexico, just chatting with Venom, and Venom was like talking about like, oh, you know, symbiotes were like a hive mind, so we have like memories of everyone across all universes and then that's when like the weird this phase like flash thing hit and then on the tv was um dude bro being like spider-man is peter parker and he killed mysterio um and that was like the post-credit scene for that so they were like dissecting if because he said that the symbiote is a hive mind across all universes, that maybe in one of those universes, the symbiote knew that's Peter Parker was Spider-Man. And that, that could explain it. Which is like, okay. 
No. I guess that makes sense. No. But like, still feel, not like not fully clear, you know? No. Yeah. I feel like that's something that the fans are figuring out that would make the most sense but isn't technically what they were going for. Or I, even I, going. I think that's a theory that's been pulled out of uh, you know, we have the theories. If this is your first time what? listening, we have the theories, but I think that theory from Screen Crush just came right out of somebody's ass. Alright? <laughs> I'm just I'm sorry. I think sorry, go right? What if he hasn't met him yet? Yeah. That's what I think. I think because that is weird. I think... So it's like all time and space? So because he might meet him in the future, he was sucked in now? You, you remember that like at the um, end of the movie, there was lots of silhouettes of villains that we haven't even seen in a Spider-Man movie before. Yeah. So they said, okay... If, remember everyone who ever met Peter Parker. But those see, and that's what I'm saying. Like, so at the very end, that was just like a matter of a few moments when we see those flashes of the villains. Whereas, like the end credit scenes, Eddie Brock was really drunk at the bar, which is gonna take some time. So, like, it made it seem like he was first pulled through in the initial, like, fuck-up of the spell. Not, like, at the end, because no one else was pulled through at the end. It was just, you know, like, the boundaries are breaking, oh no! Before he was like, hastily patch this fence back up. Cool. We're great. Hmm. Love you, bye. Interesting. Could it be possible he knows Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man? Andrew Garfield. I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen any of the Venom movies, so like. I haven't either. Were we in Merbius, uh, a poster Spider-Man that looked like Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man? But, then, but I also feel like nobody like really mentioned Spider-Man in the Venom movies. And but then you also have um, I trust Nerdist because they I feel like they have their they have a handle when they when they broke down the Morbius trailer. You had an Oscorp building from Amazing. You had a Daily Bugle building and paper from Tom McGuire's Spider-Man. And then you had another building from Tom Holland's um, world. I don't know what the fuck Sony is doing. And even they was confused. I think Sony's just throwing shit on the wall to see what sticks. And that's why they keep on pushing Morbius back. Because yeah. Mor- now Morbius won't be out till February 1st, I mean, April 1st, which is... That's what I'm saying. Like, this movie is going to be terrible. It's like the New Mutants all over again. But Sony literally has no faith in this movie. Like, they know they done fucked up And it got before. to the point... How, how would you want to bet? Feige was like, all right, we need to, re- we need to retcon you guys putting in Tom Holland. I mean... Tom Hardy and Venom. How are we going to do that? Easy. Boom. Blimped out. Oh, there's a symbiote there. All right. Symbiote could be, could appear in the MCU at some point. I think they was like, no, if we're yeah. going to keep working together, we'll keep a symbiote, but we ain't keeping Tom Hardy. <laughs> I'll see you a symbiote and I'll raise you a keep your own Tom Hardy. <laughs> I honestly would not be surprised just because, like, again, no diss to Tom Hardy. I love Tom Hardy. That is a 
terrible accent, whatever the fuck he's doing. I don't know what it is. It's not good. Does <laughs> he become the voice guy? Because every time he plays a villain, he has to have some weird-ass voice. I think so. I think he is. That makes I mean, sense. I don't... You was born, so? born in the darkness. You were born in it. I was born in the too. Molded by it. <laughs> he's played, he's played he's many villains before. He played part. a little baby clown, John Luke Picard. Oh yeah! Allow you to die. Star Trek Nemesis. I need the rewatch. He did, oh my god, he did Bronson. Bronson was pretty good. It was weird, but just Bron- pretty good. Bronson was a fucked up movie. It was, yeah. <laughs> that was... That's what I call a one and done. It's like, I only need to watch this one time. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. That's that's where my idea of one and done movies came from. Because of Tom Hardy's Bronson. Really? Yes. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, mine started way before that. Mine was uh, Audition. You know what movie I can't watch again? I don't want to see that. Was that Which one? Encanto. I can't watch that again. Ooh, really? That is my new comfort movie. I have watched it three fucking times because it is so beautiful. It is. It is so good, and the music slaps so much. And, and, and Christian, hurry up and fucking watch it because you're gonna love it, my dude. And congratulations! You're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. Congratulations to Stephanie Patrice. The song, because... the song she did in the canto is now on number, I think, number thirty-one on the Billboard tar- chart. Amazing, and it's um, moving up. To explain myself, why I don't um, want to watch it again is because it like brings up. It, it just reminds me of so much of different family dynamics that affect me. Mm. And oh, definitely. It's yeah. Like too real for yeah. Me. I, Those I that, that generational trauma is like it fucking hits. Like I've been, told, I've been told that I need to watch that movie when I'm emotionally prepared to watch it. Definitely, absolutely. Like uh, they're trying to break you down again. I've watched it three times and I have cried every time. But it's also like uh, that's I don't want to say it's like a good cry. Okay. I mean, but it's like it's like it's sort of a thing where you're like, oh, I feel seen. <laughs> You thing. know, like That's the thing they told me about Coco, and I didn't cry. Talk about something that almost made us tear up. Oh, I'm no. okay. So, like, full. I mean, obviously, I totally cried in Coco because it was adorable, but it was mostly just at that one part where he was singing the song back to his grandma yeah. to try and like, like. That's it. Like everything yeah. else, I kind of predicted. Like I was like, dude, bro's not gonna be his grandpa. Like, yeah. it's it's gonna be this guy. Like, see that kind of mile away it's fine um still adorable but like i'm just saying the generational trauma they hit you with and the actual like family dynamics of this movie oh, i think they're no. gonna are gonna i think they're gonna hit you oh, i think no. they're gonna hit you yeah, they hit me and i'm not able to and i feel like you're really gonna like the song We Don't Talk About Bruno, but I do think it's the um I've been told the that. other one that the drip drip drip, uh, which the name's um escaping me right now what it's called. I think that's the one that you're gonna be like, fuck this song this shit. 
this song. I really hate drip, 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 drip please. <laughs> I really hurt, hate that you're not the first person to tell me about the um the we don't talk about. Uh, oh, it's number one on the charts. Oh, it's number one now. Oh my god. Oh shit, seventy trees. Let's go. So, it's, so this all the songs are so good. In this one, like, everybody does such a great fucking job singing. But, like, those two songs are, like, the epic standout. But, yeah, like, the older sister's song yeah. is, like, for me, just a smidge better. Okay. Personally, and that's just, that's because, like, it's, again, the pressure. Like, because they just totally capture, like, the pressure dynamic mm-hmm. that is placed on you. Oh. oh my god. <laughs> what the that? fuck was that? <laughs> Alright, we need to we, we, we do no, no, no. We, we okay, so right. this is why there's the regretfulness of giving you access to this because you do stupid sounds that make no fucking sense at this point in time and this is why we want to revoke your blurp pass because, like, you really need to work on the epicness of comedic timing that works for the moment in time, sir. That's all I'm saying. Ma'am, I need it. I need, for I, 2022 for you. I need it. We needed to rein it back. We went from, we derailed. We didn't even talk about Spider. We talked about Venom for 15 minutes. We did not talk about Spider Man. Technically, and, we did talk about Spider-Man and how confused we were about how Venom was in the and, universe of Spider-Man, which then led us to talking about Venom. Why did we start from the bottom? We could have went from the top. And then we went to... We Inca- started from the spoilers and left. We did yeah. And then we went right to the would have made sense using that line, you know, started from the bottom, now we're here. I tried to find. I literally tried to find it. I, that's why I got mm-hmm. the. the uh huh. Sure. Right. Sure. I'm calling bullshit on that, but that's fine. I think it's Becky in general. <laughs> oh! What is that sound? I'm going to ask that you just don't use that again, okay? <laughs> like genuinely, please don't. Remove that from the blurb. For those of you that can't see us, which is everyone listening, Desi is currently dying at his desk. He's so goddamn happy with himself. He fell some wine. See, this is only Tuesday. This is exactly why we need a video format. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Wow, dude. We have broken him. Wow. I've never seen him broken. Welcome 2022. I have never seen him break like this. (laughs) I've broken like this before, but damn. Alright, so real quick, before I guess we get too far from the point of all of that, um, we, there is no way home <laughs> There's no way home, so we might as well talk about no way home. Oh god! <laughs> that was my whole joke, it's fine. 
Oh my god. So, um, we recently saw No Way Home finally. <laughs> and personally, I think, uh, personally, I think this is my favorite out of the three Marvel ones that have come out. So, yes. It is, it is, it is probably the best acted, the best storyline. And I feel like a lot of characters in a lot of different ways got redemption in this movie. Yeah. But, yes. oh, <laughs> How you doing, Des? You okay? Oh, he's still dead. <clears throat> I'm living up to the name. Des is dead. <laughs> mm. He's still off screen. Oh. <laughs> that tickled me way too much. <laughs> but it's, it, it's, anyway, it's so it's a slap. It's a slap. <laughs> As I think. I, I can't remember if I mentioned this on a previous podcast or just one of our random uh, talks offline, but I just love that Marvel did, like, a three-movie origin story yeah. for Spider-Man. It was basically a three-movie origin story, yeah. 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 Like, it was a three-movie origin story that involved him going to space before fucking hearing the line, <laughs> with great power comes res- great responsibility. <gasps> And I, okay, so, like, the first time, oh, sorry, go ahead. I need to get clarified from that. Is the line, was that line made for Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man? No, there was, it was in um, 1960, it was issue 16, Amazing Spider-Man, I want to say 1963, 64. Okay. Yeah, it was the original, though. Was it an Amazing Spider-Man as well? A variation of it. Yes. What, what variation? What was said? It was said the same way. It was said where great power comes with great responsibility, but it was worded differently. Like, they was trying oh. so hard not to say it verbatim. Yeah. I mean, I have blanked out a good chunk of the Amazing Spider-Man movies, so, like, I don't even remember exactly how it was said. But I do remember it in, obviously, the Raimi Spider-Man movies. Because they bring it back twice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we get Uncle Ben saying it, and then we get Ghost Ben saying it again. Yep. Um, and Peter like, learned his goddamn lesson. First time he says it in the Raimi movies, it's great because we're like sort of there with Peter where he's just like, yeah, whatever. Like, got yeah. it, cool, whatever, bye. And we're like, haha, yeah, funny. And then yeah. like, it comes back around full circle and you're like, oh, fuck, yeah, no, that's true. But, like, just the perfect build-up of what they did to say it in the Marvel movies, like, I feel like it hit that much harder in the Marvel movies. This is where me and Christian actually almost teared up. (laughs) Yeah, like, legitimately, I've... I I, w- I was actually like actively trying to not cry, like yes. like like that w- that actually hit. I th- I, don't I know we're jumping have- ahead, and I don't care. But like Marissa's Tomei's acting in that scene was oh on God. fucking point. It was amazing. It was Oscar worthy or nomination worthy, at least in my opinion. But knowing the fucking Academy, they're not going to nominate Marissa Tomei nor Tom Holland. They're not gonna nominate me for a Marvel movie, but that's not what we're talking about. But yes, absolutely, her fucking acting was amazing in that. Just 
Like, like the thing that honestly hurt, the thing that really hurt me that was like making me want to cry was imagining that scenario of like telling yourself, like from her perspective, telling yourself, I just need a minute. I just need to catch my breath. I just need to catch my breath. Because she's like trying hard because she already knows and mm-hmm. she's trying to stay alive for Peter's sake. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that makes sense in my head, and I'm like, holy crap, that moment really fucking hit me. I, yeah. I, I audibly gasped when the guy glider hit. I was like... <gasps> yeah. I was like, like... Go ahead. I was like, whatever with it. Like, after, I'm going to say this so many times, like, because Black Panther, I'm not emotionally attached to any of these people, any of these characters, or anything. I just was excited that Green um, Goblin was giving hands to everyone and anyone for free. Yeah! Yes! Oh my okay. god, yes. And I, again, like, I just... I love Marvel, because especially within just this past year, they've gotten so much better at costumes for their characters. Like, they weren't, like, atrocious at costumes before, but again, like, not all costumes have been winners. But, like... When he shows up in that tattered fucking hoodie with his, like, green goblin stuff, yes. like, with sticking that. out, and yeah. I'm just like, you son of a bitch, you made it work, you made that fucking costume work. How I the- need to try that too! No, <sighs> like, oh my gosh, whoever the, was the costume designer for that, like, how he was wearing that purple hoodie, and then it was tattered, and like, like you said, Benita, like, had the hood on and everything, <laughs> perfectly, I was like, okay. Like, that, that, I really... Oh, I really hope they get like a nomination at least for fucking costumes, because like for that Electro's costume. Oh no! That's another thing. Um, they made Green Goblin even more ferocious, sinister than he was. In- Terrifying. And also, I do not get Electro. I do not get him at all because, like, okay, his hairline was fucked up in the movies. His shit, his hair was, he's balding. All this yeah. stuff. He's like, oh, wow, I like it here. Because you're not ugly. Yeah. <laughs> well, they addressed it, too. When you, you fucking got plastic surgery when you hopped timelines, dude. Like, the fuck? I mean, like, I do love that they addressed the joke in the movie because that literally was one of the most ridiculous scenes in that movie and I am even rating that above Paul Giamatti in a fucking rhinoceros neck like even Andrew Garfield pointed out all I felt was a guy in a damn rhinoceros yes which okay again gives a little redemption to him because he can point out how stupid his fucking movies are like but I do I do appreciate that we just gave Electro uh, a bit more to work with, like yeah. because he was just fucking wasted in those moves. Like yeah, they fucked him over in the amazing. They fight. done did Jamie Fox so dirty in those movies, and That's so nice. it's it's just nice to see. Like I do. I do super appreciate that he's like one of the villains that's able to be like, all right, I got fucked up and I don't want to die. All right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey. And he's like, oh, I like it here. Oh, the power is so tantalized. He was like a crackhead. He was like, oh, power. Yeah. Oh, I close up to that wall. Mm, do I, I want to shoot? I don't want to leave. Like, come on, man. Like, the only one that was logical was fucking Doc Ock. <laughs> yeah. 
it's its own thing. I I super appreciated that like Alfred Molina's character was fully able to like well not fully but redeem themselves in a way. Yep. I was just like, damn, I wanted to see like a MCU version of where like Doc Ock is possibly good, and they gave us that somewhat. And I like the fact that he had, yeah. him and Tom McGuire had a moment once again. Yeah. Yeah. Like like they have a moment because it's like yeah like they would know each other like like. Like in the in the relationship that we kind of got to explore a little bit in the in the game in the video game version. You, you know who yeah. had the best moment? Huh? You know who had the best moment? Who? Andrew Garfield, Spider Man, Peter Parker. Mm. Right. Oh my god! I, yeah. I I yelled out audibly in the theater when yeah. that happened. I almost said something about it, like while we were watching. I was like, yes, he got Just... like. Something he got something him like being like, Are you okay? And then she's like, Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. And then he's like just crying, and then she's just like, Are are you okay? Made him learn in the way where it's like you can't just toss the the web. Like they made him learn where like he and he did it in the movie. He had to dive down, grab her, and then fucking suit. Like, shoot yeah. it. Like, ah! <laughs> like, I Just... literally gasped when they hit the ground and they were okay. I'm pretty sure Dez heard me do it in the oh, theater. Yeah. I was, <laughs> like, that's why I turned to you. I was like, mm, mm, mm. That was an intense moment. Yep. So, to touch back with, like, Toby Maguire and Alfred Molina's character, I do appreciate that he's, like, you know, his little, like, I'm trying my best or, like, trying to be better, like, repeating of that line but I just really wanted him to be like brilliant but lazy I just wanted him to say it one more time (laughs) everybody got the yeah he didn't get his line because fucking Green uh, Green Goblin again what are you doing over there you know I'm something of a scientist they meant just just the meme it was just because of the meme I guarantee you it was just because of the meme. Oh, and I don't care. Because just, like, Willem Dafoe sold it. He sold everything in that role. And I'm just like, I don't, like, you had me on the line of just wanting to fucking hug you and then run away in terror. And that's just, oh, so good. Speaking on costume designs, um, I was thinking about this. I was looking closely to Tobey Maguire's and um, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man costume. It, did they change Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man costume to look like Toby's? They look very. Mm-hmm. I think. I think the thing is, yep. Andrew Garfield physically looks a little different too now than he did when the movies came out. They gave so him a little <clears throat> They. Um, I think the costume designer is on comicbook.com. They said they gave him a little bit more uh, muscle padding because he was doing tick tick boom at the time well i remember i think in like the first amazing spider-man movie they had like the yellow eyes for his costume but then they changed it to like the white ones for the second yeah. one like the yellow eyes the um the i think white adding on the foot the it's just like the, i think the it is costume. a different costume it's because 
completely different in Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, because I think one of the major things for me that I noticed is that the eyes are so much smaller on this one than it was in Amazing Spider-Man. Like, physically, you could see, like, the eye patches a lot larger on the Amazing Spider-Man one than this one. Mm. I mean, they may have changed it to, like, I guess, showcase, like, the passage of time for them, maybe? Yeah, maybe. They could have done that, too. Like, I did... Okay, it was such a th- it was such a dumb line objectively, but I have no idea why I really liked it. But it was just that moment of Tobey Maguire looking at Andrew Garfield, being like, "What are you talking about, man? You're amazing! Come on, you're amazing!" Uh, like he is the amazing Spider-Man. I'm like, God, it, it. <laughs> it was so dumb, but I loved. I just loved that whole scene where they're just like hyping each other up because that's just such a Peter Parker thing to do. It really would. Our, it's the only our... time that it makes sense. Or when they was like pointing at each other in the in the lab, you know, they all like, did yes. like, like, like okay. that was great. But also just like Cracking them the addressing everything. So even, you know, the like natural webbing that Toby yeah. McGuire has and people are like, yeah, like You made you? that? Like Andrew Garfield's just like face as he's leaning in where he's like, I need to know more about this. Like I'm horrified that I need to know more. It's just like Oh and just yeah. Fucking hyping each other up where they're like, I fought an alien. I went to space and fought an alien and I <laughs> fought a man in a rhino suit. Like can we talk about, can we talk about how ugly how ugly fucking Tom Holland's last costume was. Which one? Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't a fan of the of the red and blue. At the right at the end, you mean? Yeah, I was like I some f- drop about that red and blue for me. It was I all CG. Like they didn't fully show it because, like, it's gonna change again. Like mm-hmm. it, you you couldn't really fully see everything about it it was just the quick flashes i, I think saw, just to like i saw enough to not like it yeah I saw <laughs> the color was too bright right i think it was too bright of a blue you know yeah. what you know what i think they were honestly i think they were worried about the like i'm just thinking about it maybe from a production perspective they might have been too worried about the color against all of the like stuff that was going to happen in the end because they made it like a night scene where he was like swinging through all the snow and everything, and if it had been darker, it might have been harder to see him. Maybe they thought, maybe they overcorrected, and thought they need to make him super neon blue to be able to. Okay, see him. so like you know, personally, time, it's not an excuse. I'm just wondering why they could have done it. That's all. I'm okay, I don't think like the blue, the blue objectively like. I don't think was terrible. I think it's because they did that like sheen to it, mm-hmm. like that almost like metallic shine. Like there was just there was like a sheen to that that blue fabric that I just I think was a wrong call. Uh, the whole thing's trash. Throw it away. <laughs> yeah. I mean, his outfit has kind of changed with every movie, so like. It's going to change again. I just wish they stuck with the original suit that um, fucking um, Tony Stark gave him. I'm like, I want to see more of that suit. That suit's nice. That suit's it was great. I hated the armor spider suit because it was too much of a like... A oh, not the armored one. Not the armored one. No, the one from uh, Civil War. Oh, okay. Yeah, like that was a good suit. I really like that suit. 
Mm-hmm. Like, okay, can we also real quick appreciate like subsequently something else? But like that moment in the lab where like you could obviously see like Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield Spider Man like looking at Tom Holland with with uh, uh, MJ being both like happy for him and at the same time like damn like he doesn't know it's gonna fuck up yet or not he's not yeah. gonna, like it's not gonna end well yeah like that and then subsequently that this is like at least for me it feels like the first one of the tom holland movies where spider-man fucking learns something mm-hmm. hence the, what we need to say at the top of the episode it was a three it took what six movies for his origin yeah three dedicated six off and i can see why tom holland wants to take a break from from acting a little bit like yeah take your break but when marvel he, when, when I, mcu comes in we we, we want to see you back my boy we want to see you back i feel like him and margot robbie are kind of like in the same boat where they did like such a good job with their like perspective comic book characters that like mm-hmm. Everybody loves them, but they're also just like, look, I know you like me, but I also need a fucking break from this. Like, I would like to do other things. Please and thank you. Yeah. I'm just sorry that that other thing for Tom Holland is going to be a shitty Uncharted movie. Well, technically, he did that before he was like, I'm going to break. Yeah. At least publicly. But um, Feige did say he, um, Tom Holland did ask him for a break. Um, He did you did say he has one more MCU appearance, but like always, he's keeping it close to the chest on where he's gonna pop up at. Well, Feige, not Tom. Well, yeah, Feige, Feige said <laughs> Feige always keeps it close. His the yeah, cameos like, are what he's gonna close to the chest and say Tom Holland in the same sentence. Yeah. I, can you imagine if he shows up in like whatever the next Avenger movie is, where he's just like, "Oh, Sam, how's it going?" And Sam's like, "Who the fuck are you?" Like. You know how you know how Who's sad this kid? you know how sad I am that the other day it was pointed out to me that he's only like a couple months older than me. Like Tom Holland is legitimately only a couple months older. We're both nineteen ninety six. Who will tell you some shit like that? <laughs> I mean, that's like someone, that's like someone telling me I'm the same age as um. Oh, I forgot the actor's name, and I might even yeah. bring it up because I forgot like their they name. Told, like they told me that the other day, and I was like, "Cool, thanks." <laughs> like, thank oh, you no. for reminding me I'm not Spider-Man and then when now now when I hear that and they're like he used to watch the MCU movies when he was a child and this and that he grew up with them I'm like yeah yeah I know exactly what that's like I went to go yeah, there and- you know yeah. you yeah. too could have been born in a <laughs> you house know, of I'm privilege something, I'm something of a I'm something of a 1996 child myself Chosen to go to theater school and learn some dance moves. Did you see that and... of, um, of of um, Norman, not Norman Osborn, but like of what was his name? Norman Reedus. No, not Norman Reedus. What's his name? Whoa, the dipshit one from Two Amazing Spider-Man. No, I'm talking about who plays Norman Willem Dafoe. Does it? Oh. He's like, I'm somewhat of. Oh yeah, I'm somewhat of a scientist myself. He does it a fucking again. No, no, it's 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 super inappropriate. And like, like someone like made him like black. (laughs) That one. 
Oh, like the like they did for the like they did for the vision when he when he had the turn on the car and they put a chain on him. The do rag. <laughs> yeah, but from the phone, they actually made him skin black cap, gave him waves and stuff like that. He's like, I'm somewhat of it. Like, oh my god, and that's <laughs> that's fucking wow. internet, fucking internet. I do absolutely love that picture of Vision with the chain, though. <laughs> Yeah, Vision with the Chain is a really good photo, though. I really like oh. that Vision with the Chain! Oh. I don't know what it is, it's like, I don't know. I, I, dude, like, I don't know, maybe, Dez, you can, you can sympathize with me on this, right? Like, it's, it's something about LA Trade Tech, where, like, I just picture, like, half the people that I fucking know exactly like that, like, just, like, way too many muscles for, like, a turtleneck and a chain. <laughs> there's one person coming to mind there's one person that came to mind yes yeah, so you know what I mean <laughs> yeah we've been at that campus too long thank, oh, goodness, we're no, thank goodness we're not there anymore <laughs> oh damn and if you're from hey. Los Angeles Street Technical College and you stumbled onto this podcast get the fuck out that school get out of there now get, get the fuck out now <laughs> see why are you not using the get out Sounds I right learned now. that the dropout rate is not because of like external forces. <laughs> it's all internal bullshit. I mean, every fucking college or school you go to is gonna have internal bullshit. Get out! Sorry, man. Okay. Get out! <laughs> there you go. God damn it. Des, I'm convinced with the length of these and your face when sometimes there's sounds that you didn't expect, I'm convinced that you don't pre-screen these before you use them. No. <laughs> no, I don't. He fucks around and finds out. Mm-hmm. He fucks around and he finds out. Uh, oh my god. Oh my god. Benny, remind me later that I need to tell you about this last session. I think I, Ooh, okay. I, think, I, think I fucked up this last session. There was Narratively- so much that happened this last session narratively even though it may feel like it was the right direction to go towards i feel like personally we shouldn't went that that route you so what you're saying is you fucked up let's let's say this um they met alaria's dad here's the thing though in 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 terms no 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 in order order to meet in order to meet alaria's dad a name had to be dropped in order for Olari to get in. I dropped. Wait. I dropped a name that got them in. Mm-mm. But this, this, this is the indie talk for later. What? What it sounds like is you done dropped the ball. No, it's it. It would call a we. We finally move forward with a. Let's story. leave it at this. Remember how at one for the longest time Jason was like. Hey, we don't want to accident. We don't want to start an accidental war. We don't want to start an accidental war. And After then, the mm, mm-hmm. to we're starting a war on our terms. Mm-hmm. After one session, literally after a fifteen-minute conference room meeting with their dad. Mm-hmm. So that's how D and D went last week. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't have a blurb for this one. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Well, maybe this. Shh. 
it doesn't work! No! No! Folks that Desmond stop using that forever. God bless you. Also, okay. can someone else have control of Blurp next next? Yes! Time? Okay, I'm gonna okay, do I have access? I can't even remember if I have access. But I feel like I need a computer and I'm just gonna like try and figure it out best I can, but like Fucking, let's take the keys away from Des because he doesn't know how to fucking drive. Tell you this, unfortunately, there is no proverbial key to Blurp because it is a public website. Damn it! <laughs> Which means that we cannot effectively block him from using it. <laughs> uh, just, just. I mean, I could disconnect the bot. But then we'd be at a disadvantage too if we wanted to use it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then he could theoretically just re-invite the bot, and then it would just be a war between him re-inviting the bot and me, like mm -hmm. But it the the way that it works is that when he hits a button, it'll automatically join and do it. So even if I disconnect it, whenever he wants to use it, it'll just happen anyways. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think this is a good a good jumping off point. <laughs> there is no more jumping off. We already leapt a long time ago, dude. There's just... What I mean by derail the... <laughs> we already derailed. I mean, you know what? Thank you for listening to our first episode of the year. Fucking <laughs> full steam ahead off that cliff, sir. Fuck the rails. We are going off the cliff. You know what? You know what? Let's let's not even say we're off the rails. We're on multiple rails at the same yeah. time. We are multi-track drifting, people. To quote the famous shithead Bill O'Reilly, fuck it, we're doing it live. Yeah. <laughs> we ended the podcast of 2021 chaotic by shitting on Matrix Resurrections, and we... <laughs> I, I, was, I was trying. I shot on... Matrix Resurrections. You tried to give it the benefit of the doubt, sir. Hey, can I, I just ask before we go? Yes, you did. I don't remember. I, th I thought we you collect gave that shit a three point five out of five, sir. It's still middle of the road. What were you saying? No. Can I just ask one? Two point five is middle of the road. Three point five is good. That is above good, sir. Uh, sir. <laughs> <laughs> can i just ask before we go as the uh as the first podcast of 2022 um not resolutions right because i think resolutions are bullshit because nobody follows them anyways yeah. but like what are your like do you guys have any general or specific hopes that you guys like hope to see within this next year <sighs> wait said i go is there anything that you specifically hope for um, within this next year? Dead Space, the remake. Ooh, that would be cool. That would be really cool. I'd really like that, actually. That'd be nice. I don't have a, PS really I don't have a PS5, so I, bet I have no ties to that game. Um, I still hope to get a PS5, even though it's been like a year and a half since <laughs> the... My brother released, and they're still. My brother just bought one the other day. Damn! Fuck that kid. Mm -hmm. You got access to one now, though, right? Fuck no! I don't want to touch his fucking PS Five. I rather get my own shit. 
Eh, fair enough. <laughs> Is it though? I mean, like... My dad was able to get two of them. That's, that's, you could, you could literally just ask. My be like, hey, if you're not home, can I play? You don't know my brother, my younger brother. There, <laughs> there's times we almost came to blows. I am never, ever asking to use anything. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Okay. Uh, anything you hope for this this year, Diz? Shit. I hope to get a fucking job before the year is out. Two years, still no job. I hope to still continue and not get COVID. That too. Right? Damn. We've been so lucky. And I do not. Someone did a tweet where it's like, you know, going into 2022 with not catching COVID yet is like when you played dodgeball at recess and like you're in the back, but the front is starting to thin. <laughs> Don't give me those pizza. I'm just back. like, I'm like that is that is so fucking true. That's so fucking true, though. It's that well, that reminds me of twelfth, no, seventh grade, We're playing dodgeball, but we was using a handball, not a dodgeball, a handball. <laughs> Fuck it, just a racquetball. And everyone who was in the front got taken out. I was the last one left who was in the back. I tried so hard to dodge. I got hit and I had to do 100 crunches. Oof. Damn. Damn, that's a hell of a thing. So fuck dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the, the creators of that game. You should have just had your friends and family in the backyard throwing wrenches at you. I was going to say, I'm like, did you follow the four rules of uh, dodgeball? This predates dodgeball. Duck, dip, yeah, what is it? Dodge, Duck, dip, dip dive. Dodge, five rules, sorry. Yeah. Uh, God, it's been so long since I've seen that movie. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> Cobras! Rest in peace, Justin Long. <laughs> Wait, what? He ain't dead. His career is. <laughs> oh, okay, you're just talking about his career, right? He's, he's okay. I was like, wait, did I miss this? Hey, apparently him and Kate Bob. Like he he sort of turned into. Um, he hasn't gone like full Rob Schneider, but you know how like Rob Schneider really only had like a career because of Adam Sandler. So like Justin it. Long is now like literally only in stuff because. Um, Kevin Smith puts him in his machine. <laughs> yeah, like, I feel like Justin Long had a relationship with Jonah Hill and then suddenly didn't. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, please don't take that as hate to Justin Long. Justin Long, if you're listening on the off chance, like, hey. you're cool. I like you, but I'm just saying, like... Hey, Justin Long, if you're listening on the off chance, for some reason, my favorite movie of yours is Accepted. Wait, are we still recording? Wow! Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to see my wiener? You said no. Hmm? You said no. I said no. We're still recording. We kept on saying we're going to leave like four or five times by this point. Well, goodbye, everybody. Before we leave, what does Bonita wish for on the 56th annual Bonita Day? <laughs> I think I got a good guess. Um, I... Uh, I 
don't wish for anything, but I do want to thank you guys for making this uh, awesome day and this awesome little time and uh, making a great little special day and turning a shit day into a good day. I'm glad we can do that for you. I we could do that for you. And before we leave, everyone say something that you love about Benita. Christian, go for it. I love Benita's goddamn quick creativity and, like, respo- somehow reactive response to every possible situation. <laughs> I love Benita's reactions to this. Oh! <laughs> I love how she specifically denies you that reaction in this moment. <laughs> Remember what I said about quick-wittedness? There it is. <laughs> but all, all, all honesty, all honesty. I, 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 I love Benita's um, friendship, which has been going on for fuck. God, how long? Ten years? Ten no, years? over ten years. Over ten years. Fucking uh, my idea days were so ago. The Nerds Against the World era, all three of us, I appreciate um, both you and Ray still doing this with us. And yeah, let's keep on going with the future. Thank you, Benny. Mm, I love Benita's passion, how it always turns into her predicting the most wildest. <laughs> that, so much so that we even have a name for it called the Theory. <laughs> like, yes, oh do. my God. This woman predicts is how this world is somehow so accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Some of it doesn't go anywhere, but I also don't care because it's just fun talking about shit. Oh, yeah, it's fun along the way for everyone. That's the thing. Love... And that's okay. what I want everybody to know. It's just have fun with it. Like, just have fun with what you love. And you, Benita, what do you love about yourself? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> oh, God, this is not... Saturday is my therapy session? Okay, not today. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and I think with that, that's a good part for us to leave. Until the next episode, uh, always, be, always keep swinging. Looking forward to this year, and thank you everyone who to listen to who listened to us last year and will hopefully continue with us this year. Guys, stay safe. Take care.